The following program is listener-supported through Consider His Word Ministries. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. From the heart of the Florida Everglades, this is the Consider His Word radio program. Today we want to encourage you to consider what God says in His Word, the Bible. I'm Pastor Arlen Payne inviting you to join us as we open the Scripture together and consider His Word. Welcome to Consider His Word. Today we're going to be in Revelation chapter 13, a very pivotal chapter in the book of Revelation. And if you have access to a Bible, I would encourage you to go and find it and open up with us as we consider His Word today. Revelation chapter 13 will be there in just a few moments. Before we get there, I want to tell you that today is the last day that we're offering our book on this program. For a gift of $25, you will receive the book, Consider His Word. This is a book that I wrote a number of years ago. It is a daily devotional and would make a great gift for someone in your family or even for yourself. It's designed so that you can read through the Bible in a year or for every day. There is a selected verse of Scripture, a short devotional reading. They're not very long. And then there's a place where you can journal your own information, a place where you can Write your own thoughts or a prayer list or maybe some things that you're grateful for for that day. And so this is the last time for this year anyway that I'm offering the book on the program. Again, the book is called Consider His Word. And so write to us, send us a check for $25 and we'll get the book into the mail as quickly as we can. The address is Consider His Word Ministries. 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. One more time. Consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. Now, if you'd like to just simply receive our little prayer journal, you can write to us a couple other ways. Let us know where you're hearing the program. And those are either through the website at considerhisword.org, or you can email me directly at considerhiswordradio at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and send you this prayer journal, or if you'd prefer to purchase the book or for a gift to this ministry, and it will go right into this ministry. We're praying that in the next year we'll be able to expand to 20 stations. We're not quite there yet, but I would ask you to pray about that as we uh, are praying about that ourselves. And uh, if God would provide, we would uh, add those additional stations. I, I get inquiries nearly every week about different radio stations. I got one this week from Tennessee asking about broadcasting our program, but they always want money. And so it takes that to produce this broadcast. So anything you can give to us, that would be greatly appreciated. Now, I would remind you also at considerhisword.org at the website, you can give through the website as well. I don't talk about that very much, but that, there is that opportunity. 
Now, I'm anxious to get to the scripture today, so let's get to Revelation chapter 13. We started this last week at Revelation 13 about the Antichrist. Now, the Antichrist we had identified as the beast out of the sea. We have another beast this week, and that is the beast out of the earth. Now, this is the false prophet. Uh, the beast or the Antichrist and the false prophet, I believe, are mimicking the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. And you'll see that as we identify what this pro false prophet does and kind of what his mission is and what he's about. So we did the first part of the chapter last week. I just want to read from verse 11 in Revelation 13. And before I forget, I'll tell you that you can go to the website and hear the message from last week and from previous weeks as well, if you'd like to hear the rest of this message. So, Revelation 13, we're going to start reading at verse 11. The Bible says, And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. And he exercises all the power of the first beef before him, and causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast, which had the wound by a sword, and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that, that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark of the name of the beast on the, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. The him that has understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, threescore, and six. Or as many of you recognize that as six, six, six. And we'll get to that in a few minutes. You hear a lot about the number. But let's talk about this first. This beast, first of all, comes, I believe, to mimic Jesus Christ. The Bible says that he is killed. We see here in this passage of Scripture that he was had a deadly wound and that he was killed by a sword. Now, certainly Jesus was not killed by a sword, but a spear did pierce his side. And so, so many, so many similarities to Jesus Christ. The only difference is now the false prophet is telling them to put up an image or an idol. There's something about idols that people want to see something to worship. The Bible says that we worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. We don't worship idols. We don't worship images of Jesus, although Satan has deceived many into thinking that in worshiping the image of Jesus, that they're worshiping Jesus. That's idolatry. God had much to say about that. But I want you to notice that this, this second beast, the false prophet, he, he has the appearance of a lamb, but the voice of a dragon, I can't imagine. And he forces the world to worship 
the Antichrist. Now, one of the jobs of the Holy Spirit is to point people to Jesus. And yet here, the false prophet is pointing people to the Antichrist, to worship him. Not only do they point people to worship him, but the Bible says he does great wonders before the people, and they are deceiving wonders. In verse 14, it says, And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. So these miracles are deceiving miracles. Now, notice he calls fire down from heaven. Where have we heard that before? That was, remember in this story, uh, of the prophet Elijah that called down fire from heaven one time. <laughs> and now the, the the false prophet is saying, oh, that's nothing. I can do that. You know, it reminds me a lot of those uh, deceivers, if you would, in the time of Moses. Remember when Aaron brought the rod that turned into a serpent, caused water to turn into blood, and the magicians of Egypt would step forth and do the same thing. They would mimic the miracles of God and do it by deception. He calls fire down from heaven. He gives life to a statue. Now, you know, I, when I read that, I think about the, all of the, what we call it now, the automatronics. I'm not even sure I'm saying it right. And now the, what we call AI, artificial intelligence, and the robots that they have out there now. I saw one the other day uh, on, on a television program that could take a subject and write poetry. Now, this artificial intelligence, it's a little scary, but I wonder, you know, the Bible doesn't say that's what the uh, false prophet does. But, you know, it's possible that we have the technology to cause an image or statue, if it were, to talk. And I want you to notice that in all of these miracles, again, they point to the Antichrist, uh, the statue that bears the image of the Antichrist, causes him to worship the Antichrist, and, and he causes all to worship him. But there's one other thing that the Bible says about this, this false prophet, and it's the false prophet that causes people to acquire the mark of the beast, the number of man, the 666. Now, we know this about it, that it's either going to be on a, on a right hand or on, on a forehead. And if you don't take the number of the beast, you're not going to be able to buy anything. You're not going to be able to sell anything. It's, it's going to talk about cancel culture. <laughs> uh, those who don't worship the beast will be killed. Those who don't have the mark can't buy or sell anything. And there's a lot of speculation out there about this mark. You know, I've, I've seen articles about them putting a, some kind of an implant in your hand, or if they can't put it in your hand, they'll put it in your forehead, and maybe that's the mark of the beast. That's not the way the Bible describes it, so I, I don't know that there's much validity to that. I've heard about them using uh, barcodes maybe on your hand, or barcodes on your forehead. Uh, again, I, the Bible doesn't say that. It says there's going to be a number. Now, I tend to Take the Bible for what it says. And that what it says, whether small or great, they're going to have to receive the number of the mark of the beast, either on their right hand, on their forehead. And those who do not have it cannot buy or sell anything. Now, many suggest that 
being the number of man, 666. You know, in Bible numerology, the number seven is for perfection. And sometimes 777 is used to represent the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, Does 666 have a similar application, only it's not perfect? And the Bible calls it the number of man. Now, let me tell you something. I I hear so many people say, well, you know, I'm not going to get saved. I'll go through the tribulation, but I won't get the mark. (laughs) First of all, if you go through the tribulation, you're going to believe all of the lies of the false prophet. You're going to fall into all of that deception, and you'll receive the mark or you'll die. Now, the way you can avoid all of this is by receiving Christ as your Savior. Do you know the Lord? And the Bible says that if we're saved, those which are alive and remain shall be cut up together to be with the Lord. You can read about 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. In the rapture, the believers are taken out, and we will not go through that rapture. Pardon me, we will not go through the tribulation. We will go through the rapture. We'll be taken out. But we will not be going through the tribulation. And I believe we'll be able to see a lot of what's going on in the tribulation, just like John did here in the book of Revelation. And so the only way out is to trust Christ as your Savior. You know, during this time of year, when so many are excited about the birth of Christ, I wonder if they remember, if they know that Jesus actually was born to die, to die on an old rugged cross. Reminded of that passage of scripture that says, For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I hope you know the Lord. Our time is gone. Thanks for listening. God bless you. Consider his word. Thanks for listening today. Like us on Facebook and visit our website at considerhisword.org. This is Pastor Arlen Payne saying, till next time, God bless you as you consider His Word. The preceding program was listener supported through Consider His Word Ministries.